Entrepreneur on Fire 888. If you're prepared to ignite, then EO Fire and the WebinarCourse.com is your fuel. 10 days to amazing webinars. Ignite. Ready to get your life organized? LegalZoom can help. LegalZoom is not a law firm, but can connect you with an independent attorney. Visit LegalZoom.com and enter FIRE in the referral box at checkout for a special discount. Set your business apart from the competition by rediscovering the lost art of human interaction. Visit callruby.com slash fire and use promo code fire. In addition to your 14-day free trial, you'll receive 5% off plans plus free activation. Light that spark, Fire Nation. John Lee Doom is here, and I am fired up to bring you our featured guest today, Chandler Bolt. Chandler, are you prepared to ignite? Oh, yeah. I'm pumped to ignite on 888. (laughs) Chandler is a young entrepreneur who ran $320,000 in businesses by the age of 20. He's written four best-selling books, and he now works with aspiring speakers, coaches, and entrepreneurs to help them go from book idea to bestseller in three months through his online program, Self-Publishing School. Chandler, Given Fire Nation just a little insight, so share more about you personally and expound upon the biz. Yeah, man, I'm well. I'm a, I'm a young, like you said, young hustling entrepreneur. I'm 21 now. Um, dropped out of school a little while back and just started making money through books and online stuff. And then we started with self publishing school, and we're helping a ton of people uh, write their first book, publish their first book, and use it to leverage their business. We have a lot of fun with that and kind of a, a, a newbie in this whole online world, but uh, having, having a lot of fun with it. And I've heard a rumor going around that you helped an entrepreneur called John with a business like Entrepreneur on Fire with one of his books. <laughs> Maybe so. Maybe just a little bit. See, that's great. And just to touch on that for a quick second, Fire Nation. It's just, this is a great example of, of how you get out there and do the right thing by providing value. You know, the amount of emails that I get that say, hey, John, uh, I'm going to be in San Diego. I'd love to, love to have, you know, you join me for a cup of coffee so I can pick your brain. You know, that sounds really not that appealing. I'm just going to be honest. <laughs> but when I get an email from Chandler and he says, hey, John, you're doing X, Y, and Z, not to the best of the capabilities with your book, I can have a five-minute conversation with you and correct all of those points to make sure that you are capturing more leads, making more sales, doing all the right things. That is a value-add proposition, Fire Nation. That's how you approach people that are authorities in your field, people that you want to connect with and build relationships with. And that's an exact method that Chandler used to, number one, add a ton of value to me, and number two, develop a relationship with me. And then number three, here we are on Entrepreneur on Fire talking about him and his awesomeness. So uh, I'm giving you a slow clap over here, Chandler. <laughs> hey, and I, I, I heard a rumor that you uh, gave me a shout out, on, shout out on Jamie Tardy's eventual millionaire for that. So I really appreciate that, man. What goes around comes around, Fire Nation. <laughs> here loud and clear. And Chandler, we're not going to mess around, my friends. Even though you're only 21 years old and you still have a long entrepreneurial entrepreneurial journey ahead of you, you still have some tough moments. And I want you to tell us the story of your worst entrepreneurial moment. Take us there, my friends. Yeah. So it was when I was, I, I just turned 19. I was um, gunning for my first six-figure business. I was in college. Um, I was running a, a business with a company called Student Painters. 
And I had this goal to be number one in the company and to hit six figures for my business. And it was the summer after my freshman year. I moved away from home. I was living in my brother's house and just working crazy hours and just, you know, building the business off the ground. And I, I the the worst part, and this is like probably the low point I've ever had. And, and it was just like a super depressing time. And a real low point for me is when I was doing that business and I went for my one vacation in the summer, right? It was like a two or three day vacation. It was a music festival. My brother plays in a rock and roll band. He was playing the festival and and I went there and I got a call at that music festival that pretty much my entire crew had quit. Oh, oh. <laughs> uh, and, you know, we ran a painting business and we've been getting a lot of rain and it's exterior painting. So you can't really paint much when it's raining. So they, they just weren't getting the hours that they needed. So they had to quit. And I remember coming back and just just driving all night, throwing my bags down at my brother's place and just going out and painting with the crew. Uh, and just feeling this low point for the first time in the entire, in the entire time that I wouldn't hit my goal of six figures. I wouldn't hit my goal of, of number one business. And I just remember like just crazy hours and like coming home. And for the first time, I didn't have mom's cooking to come home to. And I was you know, like all these things that just kind of compound on each other. And it was just the bottom of the bottom. And I'd, I'd, I'd sold all these people on painting jobs and I had no clue how I'd fulfill it. And it just like really kind of shook me. And I, I had to slowly climb out of that. Right. Like, and it, it, tur- it turned into this, like I, I turned back and looked at it because I went on to do 102 grand and got number one in the company um, or in the country. Um, and, and that was like the turning point in my entire summer. And it was the low point, but it turned in to become this high point. And it totally turned, turned around the way I look at failure and the way I look at like big struggles like that. So would you say at that point in the summer that you had painted yourself into a corner? <laughs> oh, that was so bad. Oh, I couldn't wait. I could not wait to say that. You were waiting for my, my whole Oh, I was like not even breathing. Time. I was waiting so hard. I mean, now <laughs> let's talk about this though. Before I kind of jump in here and give you some feedback about my perception of this, what is the number one lesson that you learned through that experience? Like what is something that you really want Fire Nation, our listeners, to take away from just that really tough struggle that you had that summer? The biggest lesson for me was just that, that anytime you're failing that hard, it usually means that there's really, really good growth on the other end of it and, and a big upside. So I, I worked my way slowly out of that and it, and it felt awful while I was doing it. But then on the flip side, like when I was getting, like the company sends the top performers on a cruise And so they gave me like the award on the cruise and I was given a speech about my summer. And I just remember looking back at that and I was like, that was the best point Uh, of my summer because uh, I learned so much from that. So anytime failure comes my way now, it's totally changed the way I look at it because anytime it gets just really, really, really crappy, it's like, okay, I've seen this before. I know what's on the other side of this. I can't slow down right now. Fire Nation. What is that silver lining in any experience you're having? Because believe me, believe Chandler, there is always a silver lining, no matter how dark, how dreary. And sometimes that's when you see the silver lining is when you're at the absolute lowest point. So always keep your eyes open. Always keep hope there, knowing 
that you can turn it all around. And Chandler, I want to shift my friend. I want you to tell a different story this time. You know, just like I felt like I was there with you painting in the rain and just being miserable about my crew quitting and not having any homemade food for my mother. Like, I want you to take that same story that you just gave us type, just the same story atmosphere and bring it to an aha moment, to a light bulb moment, to an epiphany that you've had at some point. And you've had a lot, my friends, a lot of epiphanies, a lot of aha moments, and you have a lot to come. But what's the one that you want to tell us, Fire Nation, today? Take us there. Yeah, so for me, that one aha uh, epiphany moment was with what we teach now, which is book stuff. And it was the first time I'd ever done a book. And it was, uh, you know, it's, I never considered myself a writer. I was a C English student. And, you know, I, I, I hated writing. My friends would churn out three to five page papers like it was nothing, you know, like in an hour. And I would spend all, I would be up all night, like barely, you know, like increasing the font size, like anything I could do to get to the page limit, <laughs> you know? And so this first time I, I, I wrote a book, um, I did, I did it. And then I was going abroad to Austria and we put it up for sale and didn't really have big expectations, just kind of threw it out there. When we wrote it. We didn't even think about, we didn't even think we were going to sell it, but eventually we just put it in the Kindle store and, and put it up there. And the aha moment for me was when it started selling like crazy. And we, we topped David Allen's getting things done, you know, like the productivity Bible, like topped him on the charts. And then he, he lowered his price from $10 <laughs> and something to three twenty nine. He was watching you. He was, <laughs> he was checking you out. He, you were in his sights. We were, I, I like to think so at least. <laughs> it was cheaper than our book. And that that felt good. And then the aha moment though was the book brought in close to seven grand in the first month. Wow. And then continued to bring in uh two to five grand passive. And right after that I dropped out of school and that's what kept my head afloat. And I just remember being in Austria and I was snowboarding a bunch and my friends had heard about the book and they were asking me about it and then they said, Well, you know, is is this book actually making any money? And I was like, Well, I was snowboarding with you guys all day yesterday and the book made close to four hundred bucks. And like, it was like, it was almost as if like, as I was saying that out loud, I got it. And I was like, you know, you, it's like seeing the light at the end of the tunnel. You're like, whoa, I read about this in Robert Kiyosaki's Rich Dad, Poor Dad about like passive income and like thought I could only ever do it in real estate. And like, it wasn't possible. And like, this is it. I, this, it's like, you get that taste of making money online on the internet. And it was like, Oh, wow. I'm never going to go back to, you know, I, I can't, you can't unsee that, right? Yeah, exactly. That's the right phrase. You cannot unsee that. You can't unfeel it and you'll never be able to take away just the emotion that goes with creating something that continues to build off of itself, even without you at the steering wheel. And mm -hmm. Chandler, can you identify the reason why you think that this specific book took off so much? Like, can we dive a little deeper into this and, and maybe give a little more background about like what you did or, or that, you know, even more on the topic? Like, I just really want Fire Nation to get a grasp about why this specifically was such a home run because in general, it's tough to make a lot of money on books. So let's hear this. Totally. totally. So for that, um, I, uh, there were several reasons. I, you know, I think we, we stuck to what we did well so, you know, obviously there's thousands of ways to sell books, but we stuck to what we did well. We, and we carved out a niche inside time management, which is a flooded market. You know, there's a ton of stuff. We we've carved out our niche, which was time management for entrepreneurs. And so we had a very specific angle. We wrote a short, concise book with not, no BS, no fluff 
Um, and we just kind of leveraged a couple key things in, in terms of the marketing and positioning it inside the Amazon store. Um, and then we also, like, you know, we didn't have a list or anything. That's a lot of people's big thing is, well, I don't have a list. I could never do that. You know, all we had was Facebook friends and, and family, but we engaged them. We had them vote on our covers and pick their favorite one. We had them vote on titles. Like, they felt like they were involved in the process. And so we used that and they were our biggest evangelist, right? They, you know, they were sharing the book. They were leaving reviews. They were showing it to other friends. They were buying the book. You know, they were on our side and we involved them in the launch. And that, along with those other few key things, I think is why the book did well. So I love the fact that you brought up the niching part of what you did because there's something that we talk about often. I haven't actually said this next phrase for quite some time on Entrepreneur on Fire, so I want to bring it back up again. And that's Fire Nation. Niche down and then niche down again and then niche down until it actually hurts. Until you're like, oh my God, this is actually hurting because I'm niching down so far. I feel <laughs> like there's so few people that are going to resonate with this. And that's so not true. Yeah. Because Chandler, and I know you know this, my friend, but when you try to resonate with everyone, you resonate with no one. If you had tried to write the Getting Things Done book you know, for everybody, you would have resonated with nobody because it would have been too broad. It never would have caught flame. It never would have caught fire. You would have been going a mile wide and an inch deep in all those little areas instead of just going one inch wide and one mile deep, which you did and you crushed it. So Fire Nation, don't be afraid. In fact, embrace that fear that you have about niching down and just make it happen, especially when you're starting, especially when you're looking to gain that first momentum. So Chandler, you know, here I am 35 years old, um, you know, you're 21. There's people that are listening to this that are all the way up until their 80s. I get emails from them. I love them to death. And what I love about it is that you have insights that I can just completely learn so much from. Just like I have insights that you can learn from and somebody that's 80 is going to have insights that they can learn from you on and vice versa. I mean, this is what's amazing about this new entrepreneurial world. So we're going to be moving into what I call the one minute mindsets. We're going to be asking you five questions, five insights into your mind. Take about a minute-ish to answer these questions. And number one is ideally, what are the first 60 minutes of your day look like? Yeah, for me, it's, it's all about my morning routine. You know, I'd always read and, and, and saw these places where the most successful entrepreneurs, like they treated their morning as sacred and it was untouched. No notifications, no email, no, no nothing. It was their, their time and their time only. So I, I wanted to create that for myself. Um, and one thing that's been a huge catalyst in that is, I don't know if you've ever heard of uh, Hal Elrod's book, The Miracle Morning. Oh, I've had Hal on to talk about it. Cool. Listen to Entrepreneur on Fire, Chandler. Awesome. <laughs> That's that, I got to put that in my morning. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I do his I, or I do his Miracle Morning, and that's been a total game changer for me. And I had a, an abbreviated version of that, but that's been the newest part. Is I'm 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 reading, I'm meditating, I'm you know doing push ups and sit ups and stuff. I'm listening to my affirmations, all that, all those things, so that. At the end of that, by the time I, I, I do a cold shower, so by the time I get to that, I, I do my cold shower, I put my clothes on, and I work from home. So that just kind of flips the switch. It's very easy when you're working from home to kind of just lounge around and be lazy. You know, you're at any point in time, you're 10 yards from your bed. <laughs> but 
So I, I do that and that mentally flips the switch. So if I do my morning routine at the end of that, I'm like, okay, it's time to get to work. Now, do you start your shower cold and end it cold? I do. Yes. Okay. Okay. Cause there's <laughs> definitely, I've definitely heard a lot of pros to that. Actually, somebody that I know, like, and trust my personal fitness mentor, Sean Stevenson definitely promotes that. And by the way, if, I, if you're looking for a health and fitness podcast, Fire Nation, the model health show with Sean Stevenson is the best out there. But something he took, he said today, which I really liked because I can't just do a cold shower. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Like I just, I mean, I, I just can't start and finish with one. It's just, it's just not, I'm not there. Maybe I'll get there at some point, but he says, you know, start with a hot shower and then go cold and then you can even go back hot, but then yeah. you do need to end with a cold. So, yeah. you know, if you're having to ease into it, like, like me, Fire Nation, who is an admitted pansy, um, then, you know, that might be a way to do it. And Chandler, what's your biggest weakness as an entrepreneur? Our biggest weakness for me uh, is probably perfectionism. And I, I just. Oh, to- come on. That's like being at a job interview, being like, what's your biggest weakness? And they're saying, oh, I'm a workaholic. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, for me, it's, it's handing stuff off, right? Like it's not, it's probably not perfectionism so much as it is like micromanaging. I, I, that's, yeah, that's micromanaging. A and like, I need to just dish stuff off more. Like it's, it's a, it's a big weakness. Like as I, I, that's, that's what problem I'm running into now is like, all right, I'm scaling up my business and I can't have my hands in every pot. I need to trust other people to do stuff and it may not be as well as I can do it, whatever, but I need to hand it off to them if I'm going to be able to scale this thing and, and take this thing up. So that's definitely like the, the, the pain point and, and the weakness is actually letting go of that stuff. Yeah, right? there's a book you should read in Fire Nation if you haven't already and you're building a team yourself, Virtual Freedom by Chris Ducker. It's such a great book for those people that are looking to build their virtual communities. It's about how to hand things off the right way, how to build a training Uh library so that people, the your VAs can actually have this video library they can go back to and and really not have to rely on you at every question that they have. So Uh what's your biggest strength, Chandler? Our biggest strength is my work ethic. I can, I strongly believe that there's very few, if any, people on this planet that can outwork. Easy me. now. Easy now. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're known for your really, really killer work ethic. Uh, I think I think we would go toe-to-toe. Yeah, I think so, too. I've heard nothing but the same. It's like, it's one of those things, and you know, like growing up, my parents kind of instilled this in me. You know, we weren't the richest, I wasn't the rich kid or anything like that. And it's just, I was never skilled at any really anything. I've never considered myself to be that skilled. But what I always knew is I could out hustle everyone. So if it was basketball, I was boxing out. I was scrapping, diving on the floor, getting rebound. If it was tennis, you know, I'm hustling, like running balls down all that. And in business, like I'm just out working and putting in hours and, and doing stuff that nobody else will do. So hands down my work ethic. Chandler, you have a lot of things going on that rightfully so you're excited about. But what's the one thing that has you most fired up? For me, it's, I, I kind of, I had a, a couple deaths in my family and I had a close friend die kind of right in front of me uh, a, a few months back. And it was a very sobering time. And it really made me l- take a, a, a close look at what I was doing. I was pushing hard with my life, but it made me take a look at my life and say, okay, what am I doing that really matters? And that's actually making a difference. Um, and, and at the time, I was kind of getting burnout with book stuff. And 
for me, that's when it turned things around. And like, I'm more fired up than, than I ever have been about what we're doing with self-publishing school, about helping people get their first books out about, you know, just like, cause I saw my, my friend that had passed away. He had written a book right before he passed away, wow. kind of following my stuff and he never got a chance to publish it. <sighs> and then like right after that, um, his uh, right after he passed, you know, his his friends were able to put that book out, and like his legacy will be forever, uh, forever known. Right, like that's a that's a piece of him and something that he's making a difference even after he's passed, and that kind of put things in a whole new perspective for me. And I think that's why I'm working harder than than I ever have in a in a long time, and I'm I'm having just a blast doing it. That's a powerful message that you're sending. I mean, you know, being somebody personally as well who's experienced death firsthand um, to people well before their time when I was over in Iraq, you know, I can definitely resonate with just that that understanding and and that knowledge that, okay, like, life is short, it's precious. What am I going to do that's going to be so meaningful and, and meaningful and in a meaningful way, if that makes sense. And, yeah. and this is, you know, where we talk a lot about going, you know, just from being successful is great. Like, yeah, yay, I made $7,000 on books this month. That's great. Yeah. But where's the significance there? And mm-hmm. if you can tie the two together, then that really is great. If you're making $7,000 significantly by helping others do something yeah. to give their freedom in their life, then that is significant. And Chandler, we are about to enter the lightning round. But before we do, let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. Great businesses are driven by great customer experiences, and that's a fact. According to the American Express survey, three in five people would try a new brand or company for a better service experience. That's more than 50%. That's what makes Ruby so great. Their highly trained team of receptionists can handle all your nationwide calls with a perfect mix of friendliness and professionalism. With Ruby, you'll elevate your business to stand out from the competition simply by being there when your customers need you most. At Ruby, it's not just about what they do, it's how they do it. Think of Ruby as your company's ambassador. Exclusive offer, Fire Nation. Use promo code FIRE. And in addition to your 14-day free trial, you'll receive 5% off all pricing plans plus free activation, a $95 value. That's callruby.com slash FIRE, promo code FIRE. Fire Nation, the best time to start getting your life organized is right now. And the easiest place to do it is LegalZoom.com. Getting your life organized starts with protecting your family. And a great way to take control of your family's future is making a will or living trust. That's where LegalZoom can help. There's no easier way to make sure your family is legally taken care of. Getting your life organized also means taking control of your financial affairs. So if you're thinking of starting a business or you have one already, LegalZoom can help you form your business and provide the support you need to run it successfully. For more than 10 years, LegalZoom has helped millions of people get the personalized attention they need. And if you need legal advice or guidance, they can connect you with an independent attorney in most states since they're not a law firm. Don't wait any longer to organize your life and save even more by entering FIRE in the referral box at checkout. That's discount code FIRE. For legal help you can count on for your family or small business, go to LegalZoom.com today. LegalZoom.com, discount code FIRE. Chandler, welcome to the lightning rounds. This is where you get to share incredible resources and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? Sounds like a plan. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? 
I kind of had entrepreneurial in my blood, like with my folks. So for me, it wasn't so much holding me back because I've always wanted to be an entrepreneur. But I think holding me back from doing it right was taking risks. I've always been super scared to take risks. And that, that definitely holds me back still to this day. What is the best advice you've ever received? It's don't take advice from someone you wouldn't gladly switch places with. Ooh, ooh. expound upon that just a little bit. So if, if I'm listening to advice from someone and say they have like a, a crappy marriage or a crappy, you know, something like that, like that I, do, like I, would, I would not switch places and have their life. Maybe they're super out of integrity. They're not helping people. They're just making a bunch of money. Like I don't want to take advice from them because I don't want to be like that. Wow. That's huge. That's, that's deep. I love it. Share a personal habit, Chandler, that you do have that you believe contributes to your success. I'd, being grateful and, and thanking people and specifically uh, writing thank you notes and, and sending gifts. I did a 365-day uh, thank you challenge last year and wrote a thank you card every single day. And, oh, man, just the, just the, the joy it's brought in my life from, from the way it affects people and then just also the opportunities that it's opened up is unbelievable. Wow, huge. Do you have an internet resource like Evernote that you can share with our listeners? I love Rescue Time. I'm a big productivity junkie, uh, and Rescue Time runs in the background. It can track your productivity. You can see how you can quickly see without any change in habit how you're wasting time or how productive <laughs> you, you're being every single day. Yeah, it's so true. We actually use Rescue Time on our monthly income reports at Entrepreneur on Fire. So we show right there, like where are we yeah, spending yeah. our most time? Well, how's mm-hmm. that different from the last month? X, Y, Z, like actual working hours and mm-hmm. really interesting stuff, Fire Nation. And if you could recommend one book, Chandler, besides your amazing books, <laughs> what would it be and why? Well, you cut me off from all my recommendations I was going to give. <laughs> Put you on the spot, I'm brother. Kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, it, for me, it would be 80-20 sales and marketing. wanted to kind of go a different route. You've probably, I mean, people have probably heard the classics like Influence. Right. Thinking, you know, all those. Well, I've had Perry about. Marshall as a guest as well. Okay. So, I mean, that guy's just... <laughs> Isn't a, he great? He's a, he's a genius. That, that book just, and it's not just for sales and marketing. It totally changed the way that I looked at everything, that my 80-20 on everything, how I'm spending my time. I've bought so many of those books for so many people. I send, I send that book to people all the time. It, I just reread it. Wow. <laughs> I love it. And I'm a huge, huge fan of Pareto's principle, which mm-hmm. is you know that huge principle about 20% of your actions result in 80% of your desired outcomes. And it's so true in so many different areas. So what's your 20% Fire Nation? And Chandler, go ahead, my friends. I am opening the door for you. Let's hear your four best-selling book titles. Yeah, so one's The Productive Person. There's one called Productivity Hacks for Entrepreneurs. There's one called Breaking Out of a Broken System. And then the most recent one, which is just absolutely crushing it right now, it's called book launch. So that's kind of the 10,000 foot view on what we teach on like write, writing, marketing, and, and publishing your first book. So Fire Nation, I know you love audio. So I've teamed up with Audible. And if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audiobook for free at eofirebook.com. That's eofirebook.com. And Chandler, this next question's the last of the lightning rounds, but it's a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to earth, but you knew no one. You still have 
all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? Hmm. That's a great question. I love hearing all these answers, by the way, from people. <laughs> it's awesome. Uh, for, for me personally, you know, my, my book knowledge is, is probably one of the best things I have, and it's, it's a door into really anyone because um, I can help them with their books or whatever. So I would start pre-selling that. And I would just, my, my goal would be to just sell like crazy. So I would just start selling that course before I made it. And I would, I would make a course just like I have on, on book stuff. And I would just sell. And if I couldn't sell that skill, I would sell something else. Whatever it was, I would focus on pre-selling something right away and validating that first. And then after that seven days is up and after I had enough validation through pre-sales, then I, could, I would go out and build it. Fire Nation, that is exactly the steps that Kate and I went through for Podcasters Paradise, for the webinar on Fire Course, for the Fire Path. It's all about spending your time in the most valuable areas, leveraging that time that you have, not sitting down and creating something that might not be validated. Always validate first. And Chandler, Let's end today on fire, my man, with you sharing a parting piece of guidance. The best way we can connect with you, then we'll say goodbye. Yeah, so parting piece of guidance would be piggybacking off of what I was just saying, which is, you know, I've gotten everything that I have now. And and the reason I'm like the first book, I just hustled and just threw it out there. You know, when we first started self-publishing school, we just threw it out there. So it's like, selling first and then creating later. And that doesn't mean you're, you're compromising quality, but just being faithful that you can follow through on that and just, just being confident in that. And that, that's just, you know, it's almost like the ready fire aim concept. Like I wholeheartedly agree in that. So that would be my tip. Um, if people want to reach out to me, um, they can reach me at Chandler at the productive person.com. Or I got a, a, a free little video training on how to write, market, and publish your first book. And they can go to self-publishingschool.com uh, forward slash fire if they want to check that out. And I'll, I'll give that to you guys for free. Fire Nation, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And you've been hanging out with Chandler and JLD today. So keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com. Type Chandler in the search bar. His show notes page is going to pop right up with all this goodness that he's been sharing, his books, recommended resources, all this greatness. Email him directly, Chandler at theproductiveperson.com. That email will be on the show notes page. And then also, Chandler, correct me if I'm wrong, self-publishingschool.com slash fire is a free video training for Fire Nation. Yep. That's right. Self-publishingschool.com slash fire. It'll be linked up in the show notes. Chandler, thank you for sharing your journey, brother, with Fire Nation today. And for that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Awesome. Thanks for having me, John. Thank you so much for joining me today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head over to eofire.com for links and recaps of every show and so much more. Is it time to create and launch your podcast? 15 video tutorials with yours truly await at freepodcastcourse.com. See you there.